Welcome to Imperial Interlude episode. Who gives a fuck? We are totally exhausted because there has been so much Star Wars this week. It's hard to get behind everything. With me, as always, is Ralph. Hello, Ralph. Hello. We Hello. will be talking primarily about the new show Obi-Wan Kenobi, the double feature that has been shown on Friday. But before that, we'll have a shortish snippet discussion on uh, what Star Wars has been releasing uh, on the Star Wars Celebration High, uh, Star Wars Celebrations in Anaheim. Mm. Uh, I had a quick glance because I couldn't be asked to do much more, and I looked at several trailers, uh, but the interviews I just couldn't stand because they felt at times too much like a paid promotion. <laughs> For my personal pretty much. It, it's all of the stuff from the the live feeds where they go onto the not from the panels but to the the stage where Andy Gutierrez is is and you know the the other people that were there helping. Um, it's pretty much them just doing fan service. Pretty much. Yeah, it's much, uh, you know, and uh, people expect that at an event like that. Uh, yeah, but overall, um, I've mm -hmm. just skimmed it. Mm. I, d I did watch, well, I caught a glimpse of some of the panels and I watched, there was an interesting one with the 20th anniversary for Clone Wars panel. Mm -hmm. Sorry, for Attack of the Clones panel. It was hosted by Ashley Eckstein. So the voice of Ahsoka Tano. And of course, Ewan and Hayden sneak got out, yeah? So Ashley turns to him and goes, um, nice to meet you, Hayden. What's up, Sky Guy? Which I thought was... <laughs> And the audience goes, Aah! and the audience did go growl. And then on our Twitter later on, she posted a picture of her getting a hug off him. So that was, it was really, it was nice. I would say that, you know, that, that. So hopefully they've managed to get out to meet um, Rosario, seems Rosario's there as well. But I mean, the first day kicked off on the Friday. There's, what's annoyed me a little bit is they haven't streamed some of the panels. And you would think, why not from a Disney point of view to make money? Offer a virtual ticket, you know, for the the panels like the Mando Plus panel in the. the I, I think that's panel, that's you know? the point. They wouldn't know how to monetize that as an extra on their streaming service. I don't think their service is actually working for that. No, you don't do it. I mean, BlizzCon do it. You yeah. get you you pay, you know, X amount for a virtual ticket, and you're able to go see the panels. You you know, you get access to every all of it. And you're able to go to the panels virtually. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, but I it's think like I can con. give you one simple reason why they don't want people joining in digitally. Mm. They simply could record any trailer that is shown. Well, the way, the way <laughs> well, Blizzard's a different one, but I have seen it done where, and they did it with the um, the Disney investors call. You know, the very first mm -hmm. one they did is they blank the screen, so it's only the people that, you know basically are there or yeah. however they did it get to see the trailer they actually put up like a test card almost but, but which is would what you they be did. willing to pay for a ticket when you don't get all the goods well it's it's more the fact is 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 getting access to it you know from the point of view of the thing but that's aside you know I th it would have been nice to at least have a virtual ticket where you know at least could have heard them talking about the stuff if not necessarily saying everything you know yeah if they had the option yeah because not everybody can go to Anaheim, you know. No, be in be in the halls and stuff. But on the <laughs> on the first day, what uh, they had the Lucasfilm What's Coming news, so that was talking about the Mando was there. Mando was there. John and Dave were there. Um, 
they showed an, a, a trailer for Mandalorian Season 3. So there is a cut of a trailer. And I've seen a really bad camera copy of it. Well, I've seen a camera copy of it. And I'll tell you what the trailer reminds me of is, do you remember the very first teaser trailer we got? From the, the Mandalorian? Very, yes, the yeah. very first teal, that very short, very quick cut, you know, didn't leave a lot open, shall we say. Mm-hmm. It reminded me totally of that. The tone and everything was exactly like that, just on a slightly bigger scale. Um, I think also what was announced on the Friday was Skeleton Crew, which is the new Mandalorian TV series starring Jude Law. And what it is, is it's a collection of kids lost in the galaxy and I think end up on a ship. Maybe Jude Law is the, the captain or whatever that finds him and helps him. So, you know, it's it's going to be a... a you know, I mean, of four I or five it's, kids. It's important to emphasize it's children, not younglings. Yeah, exactly, it's children. So there's uh, no real Jedi connection. It's it's more. I think it's going to be a little bit like Stranger Things in space. Maybe that's sort of age age mm-hmm. range. Um, but it's direct. It's produced by John Watts, who's the gentleman who directed the last three Spider-Man movies. Which so is a absolutely intol- uh, irrelevant measurement for me because I haven't seen yeah. any of them. Yeah, that. you've never <laughs> seen them, but but anybody listening that knows he did Far From Home, uh, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, the last three big Spider-Man movies. He's the writer of them, and he was also working on the Fantastic Four movie, but stepped away because the said creative differences, what's come out is he's t- just tired. You know, mm-hmm. for the past 10 years, he's made three huge movies, you know, so he needs a bit of a break. So he's moved over to Disney from Marvel to do the TV series. Yeah, fine, he's a producer. Uh, and then we also got a trailer for Willow, which looked just, it was Willow. Yeah, it's, um, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> it's not Star Wars, slightest. but still, it's all part of the Lucasfilm I, and thing. And also, I was under the impression it would be uh, a movie, well, but it actually yep. is a series. It's a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where people have picked up on that as a movie. It's no, not a movie. I it's think a TV maybe series. because they didn't put an emphasis on it being a series and mm. everybody thought it would be a movie then. Because no, it's, it's, it's a TV series. Even even Warwick said that, you know, when it, when it was first announced. And Ron Howard has said the same. It's always been. Um, but it was nice. You know, it was nice to see. And then you had John Williams come out and do a live conduction of the Kenobi theme which we'll talk about yeah, in a little bit when we get to the film at, at the, the end uh, uh, ha, um, I almost Harrison said Ford. Han Solo <laughs> I know Ford, you mean. Harrison John... Ford came out as well to a, wish John Williams a, a happy birthday because John Williams is 90 um, but also because they played the Indiana Jones theme they had a, the first sort of still or concept from Indiana Jones 5 which it is coming next year still. Yeah. it was him on a Mm-hmm. A bridge, a bridge sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so just that... hope they bring that series to an end without killing him. <laughs> well, probably it might, if... it might do the whole James Bond thing, you know. So that was that was sort of day one. Um, I can't remember what happened on Friday. Apart from oh, the, the, there was a Kenobi. No, there was the twentieth anniversary edition of. Uh, the 20th anniversary panel for clone for Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Um, which I did watch a little bit, saw a little bit of, which was nice. You know, you had Timur Morrison come out and Anakin and Hayden crash it. 
And as I said to Tim before we started recording, Ashley Eckstein was the panel host, which means, which was a so you know the voice of Ahsoka, so she got to, you know, meet Anakin, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite interesting. Um, oh, you forgot the, to mention the Andor t- trailer. The, the and show. we got an Andor trailer as well. Yes, yes, yes. We which got Andor, of all which... is potentially the, the one of the trailers that's um, brought the most hype for me? Yes, personally? yes. And also, what's what's interesting is a lot of people online keep thinking it's a it's a movie. No, it's a twelve. What's interesting is twelve episodes. It's a twelve episode season. Comes out in August. Comes out two days after my birthday. Hmm. Um, which means that's going to run right the way through. If you think about it, so that's August, September. Well, it'll be September, October, November. So that'll take right the way through to November. Yeah, Disney is making a train of episodes, mm-hmm. it seems. Yeah, and and it's going to be three seasons. The third season then leads straight into... Uh, new, uh, no, not A New Hope, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. So And for season... people who haven't seen it, he will die. <laughs> well, that's Spoilers. what he said when it was announced. He said, at least you know how I can't die in the series. Yeah, the... Funny you say that. That's a, a, a recurring theme I have when watching uh, a prequel series uh, in, lately, uh, like uh, Star Trek New Horizons. Or was it called New Horizons? New uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Uh, so, yeah, I know that all these characters are alive decades later, so there's well, not it, much... We know we know one of them is in a strange-looking wheelchair. Yeah, but he's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I need to see it because I think I'm, I'm. I've heard good things. So, uh, let let me put it this way: um, if you liked the original series mm-hmm. and had yeah. a fable for Enterprise, mm-hmm. it's along those lines. Yeah, it's a bit too shiny for my taste. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Enterprise looks it's... like it's polished to hell and back. But it, uh, the the acting and the, and the storytelling is. Uh, multitudes above what the last incarnation had <laughs> it's it's supposed to be really good and it is the old um con self-contained adventures in each episode you know, at, at least until it. now uh, except yeah. the overarching story of pike knowing that he'll be a yes puddle of meat at some point in the future yes he'll, he'll be, he'll be a, a wheelchair but um yeah so but then we got well with andor we had the andor trailer then like I said, Friday. There was some. St- there was some stuff on Friday. I just can't remember exactly what it was because it was mainly yesterday was the big panel, which was what was called the Mando Plus panel. I think on Friday there was also uh, the talk with uh, a visit to the Emperor. Uh, the interview. With, yes. Uh... I didn't yes. bother with that one because I've heard him. You know, we've heard him <laughs> constantly. Shall we say? You know, with 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 the with the thing. I think that the the big one, like I said yesterday, was the Mando Plus panel, as they called it, which was basically them talking about the legacy of Mandalorian, uh, bringing out some of the people um, on st- stage. They brought out was initially Dave Filoni, John Favreau. Uh, they brought the two stunt guys that play the Mando. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were on stage. Uh, they brought out Rick Fakashima. Is it Fakashima or the the, the guy that directed episode two of The Mandalorian. 
Um, oh, I don't now, have my notes with me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's him anyway. But he's now announced as an executive producer on it. Feels so a bit like brought... they're, they're uh, pushing chairs in either direction. You've got producers sitting in X-wing cockpits. <laughs> You've got... Yes, yeah. <laughs> You've got directors and executive producers and producers sitting on it's in the next wing cockpits. Um, what will be next? John Favreau the... playing a Darth, uh, whatever. <laughs> Well, he, well he, he voices a Mandalorian anyway, doesn't he? So, was <laughs> it his voice again? Is um, is it Paul Vizsla, the the guy in the heavy armor? Um, I think so. It's his voice again. Yeah. Um, they then brought out Tamora Morrison was there, of course. Tem came out, did a little bit of his hacker. It's there's some footage. There's someone taking some footage on Twitter. Um, Ming Na Wen couldn't be there. She caught COVID. Oh god! And she was looking forward to it as well, so that's a shame for her because I think you know the, the the thing for that. Um, Emily, I think the only is one Emily Swallow. I think the only person missing on Star Wars Celebration Day so far is Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Mark's definitely not been there that we've seen. Um, is it em, em, Emily Swallow, the armorer? Mm-hmm. She came out on stage along with Katie Sackhoff. Well, we knew you know Katie's there. Katie was there on the Friday as well when they showed off the Mandalorian footage that they had, the the, the, the initial trailer for that. And then they talked about the shows, they showed a an unaired teaser of sorts, a longer teaser for Mandalorian Season 3. Um, one of the pickups on that was there is a scene of a bunch of Mandalorians fighting. Hmm. Um which there was rumors running around that there was at least 50 extras in full Mando costume. So... Is is a thing to think about if they've called on the help of the 501st again? Possibly. It actually would be the Mando Mercs this time. We we need you, but you can't tell anybody. (laughs) Exactly. So, but there's there's a bunch of scenes. It, It is set on Mandalore. Um... We know a couple of returning characters. Moff Gideon was in the teaser. See him. We see Dr. Pershing in the mm-hmm. teaser. We see uh, the the X-Wing pilot that turns up. You know, the the, the, the guy from Kim's Con- Convenience who was a big Star Wars fan. The, the, the actor, older guy. Him. Yeah, him. We see him in the trailer. Um, the end of the trailer has Bo-Katan looking down at Grogu going, well, you didn't think your father was the only Mandalorian. So um <laughs> she she meets the child again. Um but there was a long there was longer footage. There was more footage to to the teaser that they showed off compared to the one they showed on Friday. Um we then got Rosario came out. She wasn't there on the Friday. She couldn't be there on the Friday because Dave and John were there and then Dave had to go back to I think it's um, Miami Beach in Hollywood, where they film. It's where the volume is, or the stagecraft is, and they were busy filming. Um, so they brought Rosario out. Rosario brought a friend on stage, which was a live-action version of Chopper, <laughs> um, who's going to be in Ahsoka. Then they announced the casting and brought out the actress. And I'm not going to see her name, but they have announced the casting for Sabine Wren. So we get this, we're going to meet Sabine Wren. They've been filming Ahsoka for three weeks. And, and she's all... she's later later on stage. Uh, yeah, where, where the fan area is. Let's call yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
They've been filming for three weeks. They started on Rosario's birthday. It was the first day of filming, as she said. Um, and then they had some footage. Well, they had a trailer, pretty much. Um, in that trailer, where the, where you can where you can see it, and you can. I mean, it's still a camera copy. If people want to go and hunt it down and find it before Disney's copyright strike everybody, you can. But the quality is, you know, seeable is we see a live action from behind. We don't see the face, so we don't know who it is who's been cast. Hera Sandula. Well, let, let's be honest. Even if we would see the face, it would be hard we'll to probably do it. Yeah, recognise the, mm-hmm. the actors so, under it. So we get to see Hera. The end of the trailer is a direct copy of, you know, the mural at the end of um, Rebels where Sabine has painted this mural of the the, the rebel, the ghost crew. You know, yes. like, it's that, but in live action. Hmm, nice. Um, but, you know, so so we get, that's the end scene of the of the, the trailer and, you know, the crowd went bananas. crazy over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. And then, of course, the end of the panel with them bringing on St- John Favreau from under the desk brought out the actual Grogu puppet. And people more, even get more bananas. Free. Yes, and then people went more bananas than that. So that was pretty much Friday. Today, being streamed is the Bad Batch Season 2, or the Bad Batch panel. And that's actually being streamed. So if anybody wants to find it, you'll find it on YouTube if you just go to the StarWars.com webpage. You'll find the whole, the, each day is on there from the from the stage and any of the panels that were streamed actually cut into the the stuff from the sort of the fan area stage. But there's interviews there. Giancarlo Esposito was there as well. You know, Moff Gideon was on stage. Carl, Carl Weathers as well, you know. So, you know, it's been very packed. Lots of, no, lots of news. I mean, we also got... Uh, a trailer, not gameplay, just straight trailer of uh, for Jedi, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, which looks really good. And of course, the Inquisitors in there. <laughs> in the trailer. Yeah. And I think uh, we, we don't really need any gameplay for that game because no. A, it's going to be a story on rails again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. B, I don't think the quality has improved that much. So. No, it'll be more aimed at the PS5, probably those those than the than the you know the the old tech. You know, it'll be all new gen. Um, and then we also got we got some stills of different people and some video footage of the Ew- the Star Wars Legion stuff that's being released next yeah. year for the Ewoks. Which you know, when we get some high quality images, you know, we'll be it, able to see the Ewoks better. But they do look nice. Yeah, it'll, it'll be Ewoks and Dinjarin and uh, the Child. And the Child, among other things, I think. Cause the, the, I those were, were shown in tease, so um, th- those yeah. are a safe bet to say, yeah, you will be able to pre-order them sooner yeah. or later. <laughs> well, we've still got the, the the Boba Fett mini that was shown off as well. Yeah, that's at the last mini extravaganza. That's oh, it's been, it's been they've done it on one of their streams as they've shown them painting him. Yeah, but just it hasn't it been, hasn't been shown as a product. That we no, would... not as a product yet. I think that'll be this year because we got the new... So, so potentially uh, Boba Fett and... Uh... Din. No, uh, what's her Fett name? Uh, Fennec. No. Uh... Ahsoka? Ahsoka, who had been confirmed on stream but not mm-hmm. shown. Those two could be potentially be shown then by the AMG... 
yeah. uh, mini extravaganza. That's well, I think the, next I week think or the week the... after. Is it the seventh? Is it the sort of that week of the eighth of? If, if it's June, the seventh, then that's... it's next week. No, it's the week after. It's the first of June on Wednesday, so I think it's the week after. Well, we we we, we will see. <laughs> we'll find out anyway. Yeah, we'll find out. You know, it's, it's things. But pretty much, it has been jam packed with. Star Wars news left, right, and center this weekend, uh, and which we knew anyway. You at know, time of the recording, I, I think day three is still ongoing. It's day four now. Oh, day four. Okay, lost track, but it's still going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the final day today. The Sunday is the final day. Um, but if anybody, you know, as of recording, if anybody wants to go and find the footage, the the, the all the the whole days are on StarWars.com. The the big long six hour videos. Because yeah. they're only allowed to stay in the convention center up until six o'clock at night. At six o'clock, it all shuts down. Which is irritating. <laughs> it's weird, to say the least, because, you know, I've done convention in the UK and, you know, it's not me in the hotel. So, you you know. have a hard time getting people out the door yeah. just before 8 p.m. because they, they don't, don't tend not wanting to go. Well, you know, the, the UK conventionings, the, the the old sort of sci-fi conventions was, you know, it'd be the nighttime would be the bar and the disco and for the stuff like that, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah for the for the for the grown ups and stuff. But I guess it's a different thing being this corporate event, you know. But yeah, that's you, you need to pay much... people to to run around and keep other people from nicking stuff and going berserk on props. Yeah. That's pretty much the the news from the the convention so lots of interesting news lots of new stuff coming um there was a new animated series announced as well called tales of the jedi which is a pre which is dealing with some of the characters from the prequels which is you know really interesting to say the least so you know i mean i guess all star wars is good star wars yes at, at least currently let's hope they don't drop yeah. the ball <laughs> very true so Shall we talk about a certain TV series that aired two episodes on on Friday? Yeah, I'm still trying to think of a reason why they made a normal series launch into this huge double feature. Because that was a quite late decision on behalf of of Disney. They even made an announcement trailer (laughs) where Ewan Mm -hmm. McGregor said, yeah, we are delaying the first episode, but you'll get two at the same time. Mm I, I think it was to why. tie in with what they were planning for celebration. Maybe. Because if you think about it, this is the first celebration in three years. Yep. We hadn't even had the Mandalorian air yet, oh, had we? I, I think, um, if I remember correctly, um, Ewan McGregor was on stage even saying that the people on Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim had to uh, yes. had the first glance on the Obi Wan series before yeah. anybody else. So yeah, they that's were, potentially everybody the in everybody in the main hall where they were on the Friday, on the Thursday, maybe the Thursday. It must be the Thursday uh, because of Thursday. Friday. Yeah, we're going to be able to watch the first two episodes with the cast. It was with the cast as well, which I thought was really nice of them. You know, well, to, yeah, to think it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But no. this is this is the first celebration. I was just working it out. The last celebration, we hadn't even had the Mandalorian air yet. No, I think that's the the one in uh, 2019. Chicago. Chicago, it must have been, yeah, three years. 
and that's the uh, convention where we had the uh, Star Wars Legion Darth Vader exclusive miniature, which led to gnashing of teeth and great annoyance in the Force. <laughs> Star Wars Legion Chicago. Yeah, we had Star Wars Celebration Chicago. So we hadn't even had uh, what in course? We hadn't had a, uh, a, a Mandalorian at all. Yeah. That shown the trail. That shown the trailers, and that was it. Yeah, I think in the interview they did uh, with uh, what's his face, uh, uh, the actor playing uh, the oh god, my brain's fart. <laughs> Which one? The actor playing the Mandalorian. Um, oh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he he had been asked on stage, "How does it feel to be?" The, at the first proper celebration after mm-hmm. everybody has seen the yeah. series and not only knowing a teaser trailer picture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we hadn't seen hide nor hair from no. the Mandalorian previously. Yeah. So basically Disney had has lost a lot of money. <laughs> well they've 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 I think they've they've structured it so this celebration was going to be massive and they knew it was going to be massive anyway because they delayed it from last year. It was supposed to be last year. They were planning on running it still in August, and then they just said, "No, we'll we'll push it into 2022." Yeah, and, um, and people are craving for pe- yeah. pieces of normality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we knew it was going to be big, and then that's why I think they pushed Kenobi back to the to Friday and given two episodes as well. Because if you think about it as well, is it still it's actually a quicker turnaround if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So six weeks. So it's actually only going to be five weeks, which means when we get episodes five... But the date for the final episode doesn't change this way. No, and that's it. The final episode date doesn't change. Um, And also when this is running, so next week, the week after, Marvel also releasing one of their shows on June the 8th. So we're going to get a Star Wars show and a Marvel show at the same time. And I think we're going to get a lot more of that on Disney Plus, where, you know, some of the big IPs they have. Mm-hmm. We're going to get shows linking into each, you know, not so much linking into each other, but released at the same time. So people aren't deprived of content. Because yeah, I think that's been hand, one of the... Handing this stuff to the next one to have a constant yeah. running order. Yeah, because I think that's one of the things people have been craving, really, is the fact that, you know, we've had to wait for, say... You know, we had Bad Batch. We had nothing until Book of Boba, and that was, you know, yeah, really a long one and stuff like that. I, so I think even if some people see that as a uh, negative aspect on mm-hmm. linear television, but having to wait for your episode to come around and not being spoon-fed everything in one big gulp is, I think it, it adds to the experience. Um, because you're you're starting to looking forward to that day next week when you can see the next portion. We can actually do a live reaction if you want, you know, Tim. Because guess what's just dropped? I don't know. Bad My batch, balls. Bad Batch season two trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It's up well, on Star Wars. It's on Star Wars's YouTube channel. Well, that's that's uh, unfortunately uh, because. Uh, 
I could put it into the uh, background no, I running order. I because put it in the background because you'll get demonetized and, yeah, and all of that. But... You, you remember when, in our first episode, I had just mm -hmm. the trailers running to have some visual interaction on the screen and that got demonetized. But I tell you what, I've just scanned. I haven't watched it. I've just scanned along to the end of the trailer. Bad Batch Season 2, Fall 2022. Well, that's nice. So I'm, but... I'm, I'm assuming that'll be in replacement of The Mandalorian. Because we're not getting Mandalorian and Ahsoka until next year. Well, potentially. Um, no, they've said Mandalorian's February. I to say to you all this time, and I always forgot. Uh, I did a little experiment on the video for today's mm -hmm. episode. Uh, I took all the interviews and the trailers from the Star Wars days up until an hour before recording, put it in mm -hmm. the playlist, and that's running in the background of the video. But our voice meters are in front of it. Uh, right, yeah. I hope that's enough disturbance on the picture to uh, yes. get YouTube not flag this video, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that's just dropped. So there's a little bit of live news, you know, as, as we're talking about, about to talk about Kenobi, that the Bad Batch Season 2 trailer has come up. And Fall 2022. So I'm assuming that will be, like I said, to, re to tide over until... Um, Mandalorian season three, which they did say was February next year. They haven't put a definitive date on Ahsoka, but they've said Mandalorian's going to be February. So about the same time as Book of Boba, really. Anyway, back to the grumpy old man with the lightsaber. <laughs> Wait, I think we haven't started uh, nope. anything now. Uh, hold on a sec. I try to... Bloody hell, why won't this do this? Well, uh... Ah, yeah, this uh, is just... what I needed. Uh, Any... I, I, anyway. I just added the Batch Batch trailer to the loop of trailers <laughs> that is running in the background, potentially in around half an hour. There should yeah. be a refresh on the playlist, and then uh, it, it'll be in the background. So if you hear me going... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so overall... I want to get your overall impression of it before we go deep dive. My overall impression. Because you were you were a little bit apprehensive about it, weren't you? You were a little bit worried. Uh, yeah, because it's... The, the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi is, as we have seen him in every medium so far, a very distinct character. And the... Mm -hmm. Uh, let, let's say the, the Clone Wars area, General Kenobi is a completely different beast compared to A New Hope Obi-Wan, the grand old man. Mm -hmm. And I was worried how they would go about having him change that much. And I, I really didn't know what to expect from from the series, to be, to be brutally honest. Um, my fear was it would be a bit lightheartedly uh, him just waving around his lightsaber, chasing off baddies, and yeah, I think it's going a little bit of a different direction. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be a constant rescue mission as it has started, or if this is going to be a uh, story arc thing like it was with uh, the Book of Boba and just showing how a broken man is coming to terms with how he's going to uh, get on and live with mm -hmm. what he had done. Yeah, I, 
I think this the the six episodes are basically going to be him from say episode two getting the girl back to the, her family. Yeah. We'll talk about who the girl is, you know. And and let, also let... one point that really got me irritated was something that uh, I uh, realized midway through the first episode. This is just I think six or seven years before A New Hope. Ten. Yeah, no, it's ten years after. Mm-hmm. And, and... Which, which denotes about ten years. New, between New Hope and Revenge of the Sith was about twenty years. Well, okay, so uh, let's say it's ten years then. Mm-hmm. He's still very much a redhead, and in A New Hope, <laughs> he's white as fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So either the, the son of Tatooine is doing a hell of a job on his <laughs> hair, mm-hmm. or uh, what I would find much more pleasing there will be some kind of force fight within obi-wan which sucks the color out of his hair like the uh fight with well, where emperor palpatine shows his face it, to it, mace it, window you know it's 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 jedi grecian 2000 you know i mean <laughs> he's gonna keep those locks yeah it's the 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 it yeah it's about 10 years i think it is because there's 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 about you know that that it's it's give or take that number of years. Yeah, it it again. Really, yeah, for, uh, also, it's very vague. Let, let's preface one thing we have forgotten. We will have both seen the episode. We are going to spoil this episode with everything we've got. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, the new series by Amazon, uh, pardon me, Disney Plus, yet, uh, stop right now, watch it, and then come back and listen to us because we won't keep secrets yes. from anything of that. Be- just for the sake of fluent talking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, what we can do as well, and I think you know, it might be worth for these two episodes, is if we just vaguely talk some about the story, because I I don't think it's the story so much, because it it is an interesting story, the kidnapping of, uh, you know, one of the two cho- one of the two children, you know, and spoilers, the kidnapping of, a Bail Organa's daughter, who we know as Princess, Princess Leia. Leia Organa, the spoiled yeah, brat. You know, is it's. That's the story, but the story actually isn't. That's just one key part of it. The story is Reva, the third sister, and her obsession in these two episodes with Kenobi. Oh, so, I think this obsession will continue. <laughs> I think it'll continue, and I think it links back to the opening scene. So the opening scene we get to see Order sixty six. So that's in two shows now. Book of Boba Fett, and now Kenobi. We have seen. Order 66 from a different viewpoint. And, and they shown it in a very gruesome way. The first mm-hmm. shot we see is some younglings training in, mm-hmm. in solace and very relaxed, and all of a sudden the door opens and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, the, the 501st come charging in, and and the Jedi Master sort of protecting... Yeah, runs away with his five or six younglings, and children, yeah. eventually she gets gunned down and the mm-hmm. children just run. I think one of those children is Reva. I have a suspicion one of those children is the third sister. And I think her drive on getting Kenobi is not just the the fall to the dark side, but also her drive on wanting to know why he wasn't there to protect him. Potentially, yes. I, you know, that's that's my... <laughs> Pardon me. That's my feeling. I could be completely wrong. But well, and then we 
and then we cut to after that scene we cut to years later i don't know really um, yeah and then it comes the the uh the the uh, mandatory 10 years later yeah but we we don't cut straight to kenobi we cut to, to that scene from the trailer of the ship of the inquisitor's vessel coming into Mos Eisley or Mos Espa or wherever the hell it's. And the ship, I actually, when I've seen it in the trailer, mm-hmm. it didn't click with me. But when I saw it on this show, do you know what it reminds me of terribly? Mm, what? Do you remember the 80s show Buck Rogers? Yes, or oh, one of the Viper fighters. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, the silhouette from above, the Two pointy yes. things in the front, the, the engine sticking out of the back, and even yes. the triangle shape of the hull looking from the front is very similar. I think as well, it's actually a piece of concept art that they used originally in Rogue One, both um, Krennic's shuttle. Could be. It, it definitely um, reminded me very much mm-hmm. of that one. <laughs> so we get them you know, coming and landing, and we get the three, so we get the fifth brother, the third sister and the Grand Inquisitor are coming down the ramp, you know, and everybody stops. They're hunting for a Jedi. Um, very, it, it was very impressive, the, the sort of those coming down the ramp. You can see why, you know, it's like why the Inquisitors are what they are, you know. Nobody um, expects the Imperial Inquisition. <laughs> Inquisition, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we get them quizzing and hunting for a Jedi. We get somebody bad-mouthing them before they find the Jedi losing a hand? Or is that later on? No, I think that's just before, because she, uh, the old lady goes, oh, yes. you don't have any jurisdiction here, this is the outer yeah. rim, the Empire doesn't slice. So, yeah, Reva is not, shall we say. The, the third sister is a bit of a temperamental one. And is very she's impossible. easily riled and annoyed, uh, all while the Grand Inquisitor is more patient. Yes. Definitely. So we get that, and then they they find the Jedi. He basically escapes from them. The, uh, the Jedi that is not Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's definitely must iterate. It's not Kenobi. Um, the Grand Inquisitor admonishes Reva for her impulsiveness, and then we cut to basically is it the it's the them busy a bunch of workers or a wide shot of what looks like a huge manta ray on its yeah, side. Yeah, but, but let, let, let's not forget the Jedi they have hunted down manages to escape. Um, I, but I think I which will be important much, yeah. later in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, so there... So there, there are some underground beasts, a, a giant fin sticking out of the back. It could well be a dyed uh, cryo dragon for all I know. Yeah, I, I, it reminded me of a giant... Um... What you call it? A giant like manta ray. Um, yeah, it's it it's look it looks like a giant fin that's sticking out of the sand, and there's a mm-hmm. scaffolding in front, and people are slicing meat from it like they yes. did in whale hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So so we we get that, and then we get a shot of basically we finally get a shot of Kenobi doing this. So it's he's 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 pretending or acting like a doing hard manual labor. Yeah doing menial work almost you know and, and things and then goes uh, you know when has to restrain himself from admonishing the boss who seems to be screwing over his workers yeah that's uh, the little detail that got me is he's stealing 
he's actually st- yeah he's he, actually he's, taking uh, some meat when shift ends he cuts off a little piece of that meat and puts it in his uh mm-hmm. in in his vest and then goes home on a long hover train ride and there awaits his uh, pack mule whatever it is yeah. and he gets yeah. fed mm-hmm. yeah and that but when he before he enters the his basically his hole <laughs> his cave is, in the his desert cave. His man cave. <laughs> um, his one cave. Dro- it's the Obi Wan cave. Looks like a, a, it's probably R five. Yeah, it, it's an astromech droid camera yeah. module like the ones we've seen from R two D two perking out yeah. of the swamp of Dagobah. Yeah, and it's so, green, indicating mm-hmm. all is fine. Exactly. Um, so he goes in. You know, he does does those little bits. Um, he gets a visit from a Java. Yes, he gets a Java visit. But does he? Does he? Is is it? He has the dream first, or is the dream second? Uh, I think the dream is second because when he comes in, uh, the Java says, "Why didn't you yeah. buy soap? I smelled you yes. miles from here." Yes, it was more the the the, the calm link going off. Yeah, that, that's the the dream. That's later, later on, isn't it? Though that's later on yeah. because. I think and, he has the dream, but then don't we cut? I'm going bouncing around here, you know. We cut no, to the, the first thing is the the Java comes visiting him because he has an item that he wants to buy, yeah. which is a, a Skyhopper uh, model kit. It's a T- yes, it's a T16. Yeah, it's it's the one that uh, Anakin has Luke. played with, and yeah. Luke later then will have in, on mm-hmm. sitting on his desk. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the one Luke plays with, um, and then he delivers it as well. And 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 he also buys a controller card for his moisture evaporator, which obviously had been stolen by that same Java. And he just goes, "Well, if you are stealing my shit and selling it back to me, you at least could clean, clean it. it." And the the simple reply by the Java wasn't, "No, I didn't." He just said, "Cleaning's extra." Yeah, <laughs> cleaning's extra. Yes. So we got the 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 that that and then actually we've jumped ahead a bit because before the Jedi and I'm just going through a quick running thing. Yeah, I think I've got it. That one. Uh, and yeah, later that night he sneaks. So he sneaks in and leaves the. It leaves the um. He leaves the, the T16 at, hopper, at the and then he has the dream, and yeah. then he has this this dream to do with Padme and Qui Gon and Yoda and things like that. And, and then and you know, how he cut yeah. Anakin into small pieces. Yeah, and then he, he you know he rides his, next day. He's riding his OP. That's the name of the beast to get that scene that we see from uh, the trailer of him watching Luke. Um, but as he's traveling back uh, through the desert, he meets the Jedi. That yeah, that's late in the night. Me. Then yeah, it's in the night. Um, delighted, he pleads without to help him, but the Jedi Master urges him to leave and bury his Jedi, his lightsaber in the desert, to avoid yeah. drawing tension. And and at first he uh, totally disregards being Obi Wan Kenobi, and only when yeah. the other guy is showing him his lightsaber, I'm a Jedi, you, you need to help me. Uh, no, we, yeah, we that's fought, where, that's... we lost, it's over. Deal with yeah. it, Fi- bury that thing somewhere, find line, a decent it? life. That's the line from the trailer, isn't it? Where he replies, "Is the fight of all of other Jedi yeah. times is done. Fighting you know? is done. We yeah. lost." And then we cut to Alderaan. 
Yeah. Where, where a, a tiny person is getting dressed up. Yes, so we cut to Alderaan where we, we encounter a very long, young Princess Leah. Um, but the way been... they introduce her character is quite heartwarming. So we see this mm. little person getting dressed up. Uh, the yes. Queen Mother comes into the room. Oh, you're already ready. We That's nice on time this time. And we now need to get to do this formality. And she looks down at the hand that is given to her. Puts, pulls down the, the robe and just realizes it's somebody else and it's the little kid smiles. She said you would find it funny. Yes. <laughs> so Leah is a pretty much of a, a out, out and a tomboy stroke booking authority almost and in, in the you know very preca- precocious I think is is the is the term. Yeah, she she's little running girl. around in the woods, yeah. climbing trees with her mm-hmm. small droid. That reminded me awfully about uh, the the made up drawings from uh, Miracle on Eighth Street. Was it called I think. Oh, you mean Barry's not included? Yes, Barry's not included. Yeah, and also Hasbro do have the to- have the droid as a toy. So, oh you know. god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, children Google um, mental over. exactly. So, yeah, and then, and then then she sits in this tree and looks at uh, different spaceships going off, and imagining stories to, uh, about them and, and going, oh, that's space pirates. And the droid goes, <laughs> Yeah. And then, she, you know, she, she basically identifies the ship. She jumps down from the tree and then... And there's mother. Know, and then there's, you know, a guard there to take her to basically the... Um, yeah, I think her mother is also, uh, actually coming with a guard and then taking her. Oh, so we need to yes, dress you up is, in the yes. speeder. Yes, and then you know, then the then we get the obligatory royal family riding through town, waving at people. Yeah, shot. Which you know, on the whole, it was nice to see Alderaan before it became a pile of um, ash and smoke. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> something that was in the back of our mind all the time, going, "Oh, this is about." 10 years from being blown yeah. to smithereens. <laughs> you might want to sell your property now. Yes. So then then we cut back after that. Well, we have a scene of some people watching, I figure, uh, watching the, the, you know, the Organas uh, from afar. So that, that comes around. With, with a very distinct uh, looking back head. Yes, well, sort sort of, um, and then and then we come back to Tatooine. There's more stuff with Kenobi. Um, yeah, he he's at at the meat working plant again. He's driving yes. home again, and at the point where he is just about to settle his his trusty steed, the yeah. uh, Inquisitors are back. Yes, the Inquisitors are back, but also. Um, when Lars confronts him, throws down the parts of the T sixteen. Oh Lovely. yeah, that's before the Quisitors come down. Yes, just and that's that's the the scene from the trailer which it is, was yeah. really hurtful. Where you stay away from him, but he needs to be trained. Oh, like you trained Anakin. Exactly. Ooh, and then we burn. get the and then and then we get the Inquisitors turning up. Um, the fifth, the third sister threatening to basically kill. Uh, Owen. Yeah, and his family. Yeah, and then you know she she is stopped. Um, 
da, 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 she urges the town inhabitants to save the man and his family and threatening laws with a lightsaber. The fifth brother tells Reva to soften and produces a hologram of Neri. Yeah, and, and he locals. also very much loudly proclaims there will be rewards for turning in the Jedi. Yes, yes. So the, the, the fifth brother sort of has, you know, basically stops her impulsiveness. Um, they go off. Um, Kenobi thanks Owen for sort of saving him from that whole scene. Yeah, and can, uh, Owen just goes, I didn't do it for you. Yeah. And then we cut back to Alderaan. Um, Bale turns up. Uh, they're waiting for his deck. Uh, Leah's cousin, who's a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the child, you know, uh, she yeah, takes he, the mick out of her. He he uh, tells her, you're even not a real Agana, which yeah. hurts her, and obviously, and then she just goes full mental on him, saying, yeah, you're yeah. insecure, you're fearful, you're frightened, and you'll never be what you yeah. strive to be. Pretty much. She she lets him let it rip us with both barrels. It, and then... It's a complete barrage of insults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, late, uh, a few months later, then her parents on the balcony with her go, yeah, you need to apologize. Yeah, telling her to apologize, which she... What what, what was the term she used? I'd rather be digested by... Yes, <laughs> yes, I'd rather be eaten by um by something. Yeah, it didn't sound very uh, pleasant. <laughs> but instead of apologizing, she heads to the forest where she encounters... Again. Yeah, where she encounters a human. Yes, and did you I, rec- did you recognize him? I was, I, I paused. Uh-huh. I think they didn't. Then I thought to myself, well, they did that thing for the one that brought the rank off. So, quick Google, yep, fucking flee. <laughs> yep, flee as in Star Wars. And he's a very fitting evil guy. <laughs> yes, he's a, he's a villain. He's a he's one of the many, one of the three people that are basically there to kidnap. Um, you know, Leah. Um, you know, there's a bit of a chase through the through the forest, and they eventually do kidnap her. I think you know, we'll quickly. Yeah, and, and uh, I think a he lot seems of people to be the asked, head of the gang. Yeah, a lot of people were, shall we say, turned off by that a little bit because you know, a little ten year old girl running away and escaping from three grown ass men seems a little bit far fetched. But come on, it's, yes, it's, but no, know. and also. Anybody who's saying that, I'll give you a 10-year-old that is familiar with the terrain and you exactly. start t- trying to catch them. They will yeah. pull some sneaky tricks up their sleeve. What was interesting was the two aliens with them. One was a feline. So that, I thought that's the first time we've seen, I think, a feline in live action. It's the same same race as Prince Shizor. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a Nictu as well. So they were the two races with um with him. But yeah, yeah they, and they, they himself had some weird uh biomechanics. Probably some sort of cybernetics. Yeah, something like that. And then we we then get the little girl basically Leah kidnapped. Uh thus then it Kenobi's uh hole, his man cave, um he gets a basically a it's a hollow communicator goes off and it's bail and his wife basically pleading for his help. Oh, they're not pleading, they're begging. Yeah, and they're telling, he's basically telling them that, 
No, I, no. I'm not the man I used to be. No. Go follow not the man for I used someone to be. I'm else. Looking after I can't the boy. do this I'm... anymore, and I need to protect the boy. Yeah, all of that. Um, later on, we get Kenobi sort of think he, he think he's he's you know from the meat works travels back to Anchorhead and then heads uh, where he encounters the hung body of the Jedi hung. Yeah, not by the neck, but by the arms and just hanging from a from a the basically a archway. Yeah, pretty much. Um, dead. He enters his cave, but before that, the droid thinks up of showing red, and then denoting somebody's there. And when he goes a in, a cloaked find... figure standing yeah. in front of the uh, window, quote unquote. Yeah, and we get basically it's Bail who's gone there to plead in person to to. To, for Kenobi to go and rescue Leia. Which actually eventually then does work mm-hmm. because he goes yep. off planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's the first episode then. It's pretty much the first episode, yes. He goes and gets the to retrieves the two lightsabers, is what he goes and does from a And and that's a point that struck me somehow where I was there's no significant landmark and he's not using any digital device that is seen <laughs> on how the hell did he find that spot? It's all in the force. Uh, <laughs> well, let's move on. <laughs> yes. So and then we, so that was, that was a, an hour episode actually, which was, I thought was quite interesting to see that it was, you know, that it was the full hour. Where the second episode is actually only forty odd minutes. Yeah, we did miss something from the first episode as well. Is before the first episode even starts, there was a big like six minute recap. Oh yeah, there there was a uh, the prequel movies. In, in, indeed, there basically, if you haven't seen the, the first three Star Wars movies, that's all, all of it condensed very much. Yep. So the planet that they've taken Leron, which we we get the name in. In it, it's a planet called Dayu, which looked a little bit. I would say it reminds me of um, in in when we've, things we've seen on screen before is probably Cursant. Yeah, I, I thought look. it was Cursant as well. Um, but in literature and stuff, it's probably a little bit more closer to Narshada, you know, the the smugglers moons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So very much of that ilk of, of bright lights. It, it, it's um, a planet you don't really want to be there, yeah. and you you get to uh, get a feeling about that planet when uh, Obi Wan arrives there and mm-hmm. his tracking device stops working, and somebody at yeah. the port tells him, "Yeah, he everything is blocked here. Nobody wants to know who's coming or going." It's pretty. It's pretty much the um we they pride their um secrecy almost their privacy. Yeah, it, it's a and, pirate port for lack yeah. of a better term. And then as he's walking through the, the streets, we get a cameo. Oh, God, that completely took me by surprise. There's an arm reaching out from the bottom, waving the a clone trooper helmet, going, spare some credits for a veteran. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it is Tamara Morrison in a big beard. In a but great he's big not being beard. credited. He's not credited. And it's also not Rex so or any of them. That was the rumor that... Well, I, I guess if it had been Rex, he would have recognized Obi-Wan yes. Kenobi, so that would have been a terrible idea. Yeah, or Cody. Um, but we think we're probably going to see Cody as part of the Vedas. Also, what I thought, if uh, 
uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi were very prominent generals in mm -hmm. the Galactic Republic. Mm -hmm. How did this clone trooper not recognize one of the most famous Jedi and not instantly go berserk on Order 66? Maybe the the chip had been removed. You know, I mean, we, we can speculate on. Yeah, but that was one point that problem. annoyed me slightly. But then again, it it could just be that he hasn't has drunken himself so down mm -hmm. that he can't really see anymore, and uh, most bearded people look the same at some point. I think it's it could be also to do with the fact that the the, the order might and the chip might have a pro, uh, a specific lifespan. And after after the order was initiated, maybe the chip goes, you know. We yeah. don't know. Could could, really could be anything. Know. It's it yeah. might be just a slip for the writers as well. So yeah. let's let's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After that, he he uh, goes on and asks around to find a girl, uh, and and the girl he's talking to just says, "Yeah, I was once lost too. You're never going to find her here. This is the first drug she drops into his." Uh, Code. Oh this, yes, the, the, well, the, take what's more of these is, and you'll forget her. <laughs> exactly, that girl or that actress is Ewan McGregor's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ewan's daughter. Uh, as was the the girl that gave him the the spice that he encounters. Then he encounters another someone that says he knows a Jedi. Yeah, a little boy, and then he takes him to someone to, to someone who may be a Jedi. Yeah, it's, um, Kamul, Kamul, uh, the Johnny. Don't, don't try, don't try to to pronounce that name. I've... Yeah, his his. I won't try to pronounce his name, but yes, it was it's his him, and as he's watching, as Kenobi's watching, he comes in with a woman and a with a child, pretends waves uses his hands, the force, closes some his hands, and all of that and type of thing. Then somehow the uh, communicator jumps into his hands and he does a very theatrical yeah. I'm in your head now part master and I will mm -hmm. send you to persons and you will let them go and yada 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 yeah all very theatrically pushed up and very after... bad acted on purpose <laughs> yes and you know he basically gets some some credits from them to 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 hopefully protecting them and saving world. that force sensitive child if he is. Um but then Kenobi comes out, you know, and, and basically says it's it's bullshit, pretty much magnets yeah. and magnets and sensors. Yes. And um But he so never we, reveals himself as a Jedi. He uses no, he never a, does. a blaster and just common sense. So uh, there's no way that guy could actually know that he is a Jedi. Mm-hmm. We then, and then it's, it's, um, it's, you know, basically, uh, Kenobi's showing where to go to, to get, or told where to go to maybe find the girl, um, you know, through a, what looks like a spice mixing area, possibly. Yeah, it's, it's some kind of yeah. a, the front mm. is basically an entertainment mm. discotheque bar, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, and at the side entrance you'll get a drug kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's it, you know, and he encounters some, shall we say, some people there, and then takes those out, I'm going to say, quite easily. Yeah, he, he gets in there, just disguises himself with one mm -hmm. who just left the building, mm -hmm. and 
then makes one uh what one bottle go pop and everything is oh no what's yeah. this and then he takes the key from the guard and just goes on into the uh he, he one, manages, back the backstage to, yes. area with the holding yeah. cells mm-hmm. and as as he does that we cut to them cut to a scene of Flea and his minions speaking to a hologram and we find out that it was actually the third sister who had the child kidnapped to lure Kenobi out. Yeah. And because they knew of the relationship between Kenobi and, and I Bale. think we even have that way before then. Mm. I think that that's a scene we see before he actually enters the building, if I remember correctly. And and uh, soon after he is in the holding cell areas, there are mm. some goons attacking him, and he's just fighting like a normal person. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, to be uh, very unprecise, and he's bad at it. He's really hurting himself, and he, he seems to be very surprised that fighting is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's also um, what happens, of course, as he he gets into the into the area where he thinks Lear is, and pulls off a hood of. What what he thinks is the girl, uh, and it's just in a, a cell. Beat up it's just, droid. just a just a droid or whatever with stuff, and that's when he's captured, and that's when he after the sort of that fighting thing against those those other hunters and stuff, as he takes the spice and throws it to the ground. Yeah, and firstly, Flea uh, comes in with his two companions, going, yeah. "Oh, I can't believe you're so stupid and fell for this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you know throws the thing on the on the ground. And then takes on the respirator mask he had from as, the yeah. guy that was disguised in the mm-hmm. drug laboratory. Yeah. So he does all that while the other three are basically having the effects of space. He then finds Leah, who doesn't believe who he is or doesn't want to go with him because she smacks him with a chair or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, he enters um, the room and she's standing next to the door and just whacking yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And then she asks why he should trust him and he, he does the whole thing about you know your father sent me and then the exit the what's called the sewers but i don't think it was the sewers but it could have been and um then they basically go onto the streets they get some clothing while he gets her to some clothing while you know the inquisitor demands to know as as we cut back to the 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 criminals being affected by the spice when the third sister comes up wanting to know where kenobi is and they just um, can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, Leah then cuts back to sort of Leah recognizing that he's a you know a Jedi, uh, possibly because of the lightsaber that he has on his head that he brought with him. Um, and then which you know, is the second thing I found very peculiarly annoying mm-hmm. because he knows that this is a give dead giveaway for anybody looking mm-hmm. for a Jedi. So yeah. why carry it out in the open? Why not mm-hmm. hide it somewhere? Yeah, so you know it's um, we get we get you know the that sort of thing, and you know the meanwhile the the um Grand Inquisitor has turned up on the planet with uh the fifth brother and the fourth sister, um which is a new Inquisitor that we've never met before. Um, she, don't know what race she is, but we see on the trailer, um. And they are basically there to now, you know, with to to basically find, you know, because he, she's kidnapped a senator's daughter. 
Yeah, they're know, not amused. Not happy at all. Yeah. Reva, you know, where, where's, as she's being dressed bound by the Grand the grand Inquisitor, uh, Reva counters that they've done much worse. And it's like, you know, prompting a protest from the fifth brother. She tells fellow Inquisitors that she found a link between Kenovia and Organa in the archives. And that she sent Leah's bait him out. The Grand Inquisitor, of course, is furious with Reva disobeying his orders, you know. And pretty much by the sounds of it is if she ends up back at the Inquisitorum. Uh, it's got a specific name. It's the thing from um, Jedi Fallen Order, the Inquisitor's mm-hmm. sort of palace area. Um, that it sounds like she's, um, shall we say, going to be questioned. <laughs> she, she'll have some uh, answerings turned to her. Yes. Yeah. So you know, we we have you know basically uh, we've got this dynamic between the Inquisitors, and I tell you what, it reminds me of a bit is because she's trying to curry favor. I think with Vader. It sounds, mm-hmm. it's sounds it's that's why I think she's doing it. There's more to it than that, but I think some of it is trying to, to curry yeah, favor with Vader. At one point, she also mentioned uh, that Vader is going to be very pleased with her giving mm-hmm. information about uh, Obi Wan's Obi- whereabouts yeah. because he had been hunting him for mm-hmm. so long. Um, so it's very much it seems like she's trying to curry favor with him, which denotes the fact it's and you've got this dynamic of conflict, which reminds me a little bit of the Ruler too. Yeah, which seems a bit odd given that the Grand Inquisitor actually seems to be a very calm person and the other Inquisitors seem to fall in line behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very much rule of two in its in its feeling of, of, of you know, of, of, of manic fervor, shall we say, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Reva, basically, she Reva tells her to sound, Reva's been taught to stand down. And you know she she parts off. However, she defines the Grand Inquisitor again by pretty much telling the entire city that Kenobi's there and they're willing to pay money. And the Grand Inquisitor, of course, finds out and yeah, she she is uh, not a happy man. She she contacts again the the, the three Stooges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. almost said and said yeah. yeah, just give it out to everyone on the planet and oh, I don't think they can handle him no, they don't need to handle him, they just need to put pressure on him mm-hmm. yeah, so you know the, as they are Kenobi and Leah are trying to get away all of a sudden, uh, all the scum and villainy on yes. that planet is mm-hmm. having a short message getting, this is the face we want, go get him reward yeah, and one of those people we cut to is the fake Jedi. Um, yeah, his up. his youngling apprentice who then yes. goes with the news mm-hmm. to his uh, Jedi master going, look, we had him. We could have had this money. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, and then you know, we, we, we get the obligatory, though them, basically everybody's searching for Kenobi and stuff like that. We get the Fleas character brought in front of the High Inquisitor. Uh, and that's the scene we get from the trailer with the spinning blade. Yeah, as the guy's being pulled, and then it cuts ju- away to the Judging by the sound, he's going to get chopped into pieces. Yes, he gets, you know, he's going to get chopped into pieces. We get some, we get some uh, stuff with Kenobi and Leah and Leah thinking about her droid, and you know, and Kenobi, you know, reassures her that you know he let her parents know and they'll be home by nightfall. 
Leah tells Kenobi that he can't just call he can't just call her Leah, which is interesting. And also, they have a encounter with one of the bounty hunters, and when yeah. his arm alarm goes off again, mm-hmm. it shows the hologram of Obi Wan being yeah. Uh, she runs away, for, which I didn't quite understand, but and again, children, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially ten-year-olds. Yeah, children. So you know, this alarm goes off, and then Leah. This is this is where we get the second sort of chase of a grown-ass adult, and where the droid her... that isn't for Loom is actually shooting at him. No, it's not. It's a it's a droid called One Jack, J A C. Yeah, but but he looks pretty similar. That's... Oh yeah, definitely similar sort of thing. And also we get a reptilian bounty hunter as well. So we get a chase across the rooftops where we get the scene from the trailer with Kenobi shooting at them. Uh, being shot at and shot back, and Reva sees this because she's gone up on high, and this is where we get Reva basically doing some parkour, trying yeah, to get to I, Kenobi. At that point, I was okay. I get she's sensitive to the force, but do we need to drive that home every time by using the most super fluid uh, fucking parkour? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you know, we get we get the thing of of of, of which. You know, he, he he basically shows his powers where Leah's basically running yeah, to get she, away from she him. She still and then tries to run jump. away from him and drops. Yeah, runs, does the whole, the, the thing is too wide for her to jump. So he jumps, grabs, lands, grabs a, a piece of rope or something and then basically lets go and goes to fall where Kenobi reaches out with the force and holds her and then Leah's her, sends her to the ground. Sort of calmly, shall we say? Yeah, he and, then, he, he and he seems to struggle greatly in controlling yes. the force. I've got a suspicion this is what they were saying within the, the some of the sort of the the information that was sort of mentioned from interviews that they you know they would investigate this broken man you know the, 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 because he's been hidden for so much and hasn't used the force, his ability to use the force is diminished. As he's kept himself hidden for ten years, not yeah. doing, you know, not using. And, and maybe it's like he, a, I guess a little bit like a muscle. Maybe he's also gone the route as many other other Star Wars characters have, and he has cut himself from the Force in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though even not maybe completely, but just going, yeah, I'm going to dial this back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we get we get a. Um, The thing with the spinning lightsaber is actually at this part where he's brought where he's brought into, you know, where the Grand Inquisitor's interrogating him because Kenobi um gets away pretty much and gets goes down to Leah after just after shooting the droid and the the, the reptilian or the crocodile looking yeah. uh bounty hunter. Um he, he goes shoots down to the look crocodile at, one that drops from the ceiling. Yeah. And the uh one jack or what's it called is still firing at him and then he shoots him as well as well yeah. um no the two are surprised by one jack who shoots the droid so it's actually what's his face the the fake jedi is the one that shoots the droid yeah um because kenobi comes down he's while well, he's still being shooting to to get to leanne then the droid turns up and gets shot i, I think behind. we we uh, scramble up a bit here so uh mm-hmm. leia lands safely down yeah Kenobi gets down to her. They run mm-hmm. towards the uh, space station, mm-hmm. uh, the the spaceport, and then they see the spaceport is on full lockdown. 
and yeah. behind them comes up this bounty hunter the, droid, the droid yeah. and that then, then gets, gets killed yeah. by the fake Jedi. Yeah, gets killed by Hi Hija, as is his name. I'm just reading here, and you know, they're thinking he's hunting him down, but he said, uh, but he says, "No, I'm going to help you." You know, um, do I do okay. bad things? Yes. Yeah, you know, he, that money. He, the, the, the he whole... basically uses this uh, situation as a means to uh, redeem himself mm -hmm. of, of sorts. Of sorts, yeah. And, and, and gives them the coordinates and uh, passage to an automated uh, yeah. uh, spaceport that's f just for goods and transports. And then that's when we get the um, the scene with the Inquisitor basically trying to find out where yeah, the, possibly the third sister, the, uh, the third sister's um, going. Meets him. He he does mm -hmm. a, again a very theatrical going. Oh, you caught me! I'm the Jedi. And yes. she just slams him in the door and says, "You and she goes, not. you're no Jedi." <laughs> but but then she pulls from his mind the whereabouts mm -hmm. of. Uh, Leia and Ben Kenobi and Jen follows them. Uh, so, so in this automated area or whatever it is, they're heading to the the cargo pod, and that's when the, the sister comes and basically starts taunting Kenobi. Yeah, we uh, have pretty much a uh, a longer version of the hunt from Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker yeah, on the Death Star in like that, yeah. Return of the Jedi. She's mm -hmm. talking and taunting him and. At some point, she's referring to Darth Vader, and uh, at that point, Obi Wan just goes, "What? He's alive!" And yeah, that's the third thing that kind of annoyed me a bit. It's, yeah, because nobody's supposed to know who Vader is. Yeah, but uh, it it felt like he has been not even knowing who's Vader, uh, or that well, Vader actually exists. It just felt well. Weird. If it's not necessarily because I think it is a, the way they've set it up, and I think it's it was mentioned in some of the books as well of the fact that Vader was rumored myth. You know, it's a little bit of a myth. You know, not many people had seen Vader or seen you know, him and lived to tell the tale. Seen him to tell, <laughs> tell the tale, pretty much. So maybe yes, not many. And you've got to remember the Outer Rim, and this is what you know. This is something I played on in my um, when I ran Star Wars for my D and D group. Um, one of the things I played on was the the myth of Vader because they were in the Outer Rim so they wouldn't have seen Vader wouldn't have possibly necessarily travelled um, the same with the Jedi you know, even though I set my game during the Mandalorian time period there were still these rumblings and whispers and rumours about things that might not have existed because you know what people are like with superstition yeah, and, and so, you know, maybe it's very that. large. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, you know, and you've got to remember as well as Vader would have possibly been more kept himself to the core systems, the central, you know, the where where the seat of power for the Emperor is strongest, because it's not very strong on the Outer Rim, where you know Coruscant and Corellia and those places, those big industrial, you know. Well, it, it's strong enough that the Inquisitors stay unopposed mm -hmm. when they just drop yeah. in and kill people. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 an interesting sort of conversation thing of, of of what's going on, you know, with with it and stuff like that. But yeah, it's 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 the taunting of Kenobi because during that time as well as he gives Leah the 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 key to go to the cargo shuttle to get away, yeah, and tells her I'll be there, you know, I'll be right behind you. I'll be right behind words. you. Yeah, and that's when you know basically the the um 
the the third sister taunts him and then mentions that adds that Anakin Skywalker is alive. She boasts delivering, you know, offering yeah. bringing the coverage on. She adds, you know, that Anakin Skywalker is alive. Now, in the wording of that, is it that she says Anakin Skywalker is Vader, or does it, or is it more? She just says Anakin's alive. I've got Hard a suspicion. I'd have to. I'd have to rewatch it. I haven't watched it again uh, yet. Is is the wording I'm wondering where it's just mentioned that maybe Anakin and Vader are two separate people in his mind? Could could be. But the, you know? the thing is, she she keeps talking and talking and taunting him, and all of a sudden the Grand Inquisitor is there, mm-hmm. and he says, "I'll do this, and I'll show you." Yeah, and you'll go back to base and we will deal with you later. And Yeah, basically he's had enough of her insubordination and basically as he's about to do things, she turns around and stabs him through the torso with his, with her lightsaber. Yeah, and just goes, don't think I let you have this one. <laughs> yeah, she gloats over the wounded superior, Kenobi gets away, and that's where she basically yells up that we get in the trailer, vows that the Emperor will find him. And then in the shuttle as it goes off, Kenobi sense a disturbance in the force. He shows some distress. Leah sees the distress, and that's where we get the final scene of Vader waking up in a Bacta tank. Yeah, pretty much just some unrecognizable lump of flesh. And I think if they hadn't added the very noticeable respirator sound, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have thought of Vader in the first True. place. <laughs> now, before we do a general sort of what we thought is, do you think the Inquisitor's dead? If so, doesn't that affect that affects? If so, from my point of view, that seriously screws up rebels. The, the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Because if he is dead, they have completely messed up the ending of Rebels first season. Well, let 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 me put it this way: that wouldn't be the first character that got a shot to, uh, to the belly and survive. I think he's alive. I do think he's alive because I I, do, I can't see them, especially with the story group there, and Dave Filoni being part of the you know the the the, the t- Dave and John being part of that TV arc because I think Kenobi's all part within that you know that mm. Disney Plus even though it's not in the Mandoverse it's still part of that Disney Plus family. Unless he has a. Uh... A twin brother of sorts, I think we will see. Well, it him could again. have been the same. It could have been the same alien race that was always the, uh, you know, the the guard. Because what you got to remember is the history of the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor was a Jedi. He's one of the guards. You know, in the 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 season end, season five end with the the Ahsoka trial, and she has those Jedi guards around her, mm-hmm. the ones with the mask. That's one of the Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor is one of them. So yeah, so see, there could be potentially more of the Ripley. same. Could be seen the same race, but I still I think he's taken a blade to the chest, so he's alive. He's still alive, you know. He's taken it through the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I also given think... the fact that uh, Darth Vader is still alive after being burned to a crisp and almost exactly. decapitated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also the other thing as well, which I think we've seen in the trailers, I think there'll be repercussions for Reva on the Inquisitor, the Inquisitor's home planet. Yeah, because they... we got a scene of us standing there thinking on a lightsaber when a bunch of stormtroopers and purge troopers, because we got to see some purge troopers in armor in this as well. So, what's your verdict on this? I like it. Arthur was really good. Arthur was really good. It was a good, solid 
opening there was some interesting stuff there was some nice story choices there were some things i didn't think they would do so you know getting them off planet i think was the hardest thing and i think they did it well because you couldn't have done six episodes on tatooine again how many well, more could, desert, how much it wouldn't have been good episodes exactly how much more desert planet can we see um you know i think it was an interesting thing to use leah and not luke that definitely was a surprise um I know there's people bumping up on canon of, of the whole Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. But she, if you look in this, she's only ever heard him called Ben. She's never heard him called Obi-Wan. Yeah, and let's face it, she's a 10-year-old child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know from first-hand experience, children tend to forget certain mm-hmm. things more quickly than adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And they also and remember other things longer. <laughs> I am interested, especially one of the things that we missed was him trying to communicate with Qui-Gon at the very beginning of the first episode. Well, I wouldn't call that trying to communicate. It was, it was mere, more a, a shouting into the void. Yeah. <laughs> because he didn't meditate. He didn't do anything. No. He just sat up in bed and goes, oh, master, I could really need some help here now. Guidance, yeah. But I think that leads into one of the rumblings and rumours that's been going around that we will see eventually, we will see, probably at the end, a force course of Qui-Gon. Could be. I um, also think there will be some kind of major force event coming. Well, because Basically because he's still not mm-hmm. at the peak of his power currently, yeah, so he's, there he's needs to be his, something his done about that. I suspect we... Well, I know... From what's been said, and people have, and it's, it's I think it's acknowledged, we get two encounters with Vader. Well, at least one. We're getting at least one, but I think there's two. There's a, there's a fight with Vader where Kenobi loses and barely escapes, and then there's a one possibly at the someone said at the end that I read, where there's a fight with Vader where Kenobi, you know, basically the whole, you know, I, the line Vader says, you know, when you when we last met. You were the master. Uh, yeah, I was that, the that, apprentice. Yeah, that type that type of thing where this will be that encounter that they mention. Yeah, and that that needs to be after when uh, Obi Wan has reconnected himself with the Force to, again. Yeah, and I think because that's he what, needs to be on the top of his game. Oh yeah, that's why I think the the, the, the if they if there's two encounters which they've said, the first encounter will be the one that probably jars him into thinking I'm not ready. I need to get myself ready. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, but and I guess we'll be see. A, you know, a, a very nice uh, transition to him having to meditate mm-hmm. again and getting one with the force, and then having an uh, yeah. interaction with Qui Gon. But on the whole, yeah, great. I thought it was great. I really did. I loved it. It's a very, a very strong Star Wars show. I'm still a bit on, not the edge, but undecided. Uh, mm-hmm. let, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was bad. No, it wasn't. Bad. Aside from the three things I pointed out uh, during our mm-hmm. podcast, but those are minor gripes. Uh, Just some things you bumped up against, yeah. Yeah, there, there's. Uh, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. That I, I feel there's something missing, and I couldn't mm-hmm. really tell you what, or maybe it's just because. Last time we see him, uh, we saw him. He was a powerful Jedi, and all of a sudden he's that 
broken man that has seemingly mm -hmm. lost all hope regarding getting anything back into order again. Mm -hmm. Well, that could be just part of the, the, the whole, the arc of the character, isn't it? You know? Indeed, but, being, but, but because, being that because I wasn't expecting him to be so mm -hmm. down and, and depressed and just, mm. yeah. Depressed is the word potentially. It's 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 PTSD, isn't it? Really? It's it's all in this. The fighting's done. We lost. Full mm -hmm. stop. End of yeah. story. Nothing more. Yeah. So I guess I get you know I, I can see that. I mean I, I you know I, I agree with that you know the thing, but you know I mean it, it's it's a believable um, character, but it's mm -hmm. way the other way around that I would have initially expected him to be. Mm -hmm. I, I was still somehow thinking there would be this knight in shining armor. Mm -hmm. staying vigilantly watching over little Luke not being this run down hobo living in a cave and mm -hmm. and he literally lives in a cave not in a house like in no. episodes uh, 4 yeah so he still needs to get his hair grey oh, he, needs, he still he needs, needs to get, needs to get some still, uh, yes. good housing <laughs> yes he still needs to find his Jedi bungalow eh? <laughs> Is 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 housing things, but no. Uh, I'm interested to see how where they're going. I know we're we're now getting episode three this week coming, which would be interesting. That'll be Wednesday, and then you know, then we're basically halfway. If you think about it, well, it's only six episodes. They've said it's only six episodes. Yeah, and I don't um, think there will be many more. I don't think we're going to get any more. Um, I know one of the things from um celebration that hasn't been announced and it's got some people going uh is a season two of book of baba but i think we're still too close because they're busy in production of ahsoka and uh you know and yeah, I, I wouldn't uh think of book of boba fett being continued before 2024 yeah and i wouldn't see book of boba fett actually being announced until after the mandalorians season three Z. And I also think Ted, Tamora Morrison will turn up in Ahsoka as Rex. Oh, I think we will see a clone trooper of this certain description in upcoming events every yeah. time again. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll see him as Rex, and I think we'll also see him in This Is Cody. I think we might see Cody, you know. And, and potentially we, we we could see him in uh, uh, Andor as well. Because that's mm. also still yeah. pretty much early on. Quick one before we head off is you've seen the Andor trailer, yeah? Yes. Did you see you know the scene where you've got those what we think are stormtroopers running to the guy running towards them? Yeah, they're they are cloud trooper helmets. Yes. So, uh, Gen Gen two, I think, is it? Yes, the Gen two clones. Yeah, I, I've recognised that, and uh, uh, for for some odd reason. I got that mixed up for Obi Wan, and I was why are these not those? Oh, yeah, that's not Obi Wan. That's the Andor trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gen Two clones, or at least the armament. Mm -hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, in Bad Batch, the uh, conscripts also wore those armors. Yes, some some of the the conscripts that were being trained by the clone commandos. Yeah, so they yeah, could not. be conscripts. They could be clones, mm -hmm. or a mixture yes. of both. But you know, we've talked for ninety minutes. We've rambled. We've, it's we've, it's we've just... a interesting start. It has potential to to mm -hmm. still go up, and uh, even if some people are annoyed by how that's going and that it's ba basically just a uh, 
reiteration of uh, famous guy brings home missing kid, even though I don't think that will be the story arc for the rest of the season. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting watch, and mm-hmm. well, let's see if, if the later episodes will improve, and maybe when ah. there's more interaction between mm-hmm. characters and not just introducing that old fart Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that Hayden's in the armor, so you know. Yeah, there, there's going to be some interesting details, and uh... yes. Oh, and we we do know we're going to get to see the man in black turn up, so you know. <laughs> and have have you seen the very short cameo on uh, Alderaan at the political meeting? No, did I miss somebody? Yeah, you missed somebody. Who did I miss? Three PO, and I'm not talking about the one that is serving the drinks. It's just seconds before, for I think about two seconds, there's C three PO in the background translating ah, right. for. That wasn't paying any attention, and I should have. At that, it, it was him. I and I, I'm pretty sure we also heard Anthony Daniels' voice at that moment. Probably. But, uh, so the only one that was missing was Artu Dito. So, uh, mm. looking forward when he will arrive on set somewhere, because I think they both stayed with. Uh, yes, they do. They both stay with Captain Antilles. Yeah, so so potentially we will see R2-D2 in this episode when Obi-Wan uh, brings back Leia, <laughs> which would be nice. Definitely. Which would, would make R2-D2 the most shown character in any series. And C-3PO actually as well. I, I think uh, R2 has more scenes because R2 is also showing up in The Mandalorian. I was going to say, is R2 now the... It was Tony Daniels was in every single movie. Yeah, in every single movie, but R2 is in every single movie and TV series. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was working out, was, was R2 in... in Yeah, because he was, he was in... He, in he all flew nine the, well. the X-Wing that brought back Grogu to Dinjari. And he brought back, or, yeah, and he was in last episode of season two, he was in, what, two episodes of Booker Baba. Yeah, he's been in probably more screen time than CP3, definitely. <laughs> That would, After that would, all, that's the emperor. I was going to say, well, no, I was thinking more the fact is that would just kill Tony Daniels because <laughs> uh, I know for a fact, and we got this, and I got this from Kenny Baker that the two of them ne- didn't get on well. Well, let's face Tony it, Daniels and, e- even and if Anthony Kenny Daniels Baker. would be in every movie and series that is made during his lifetime. Mm-hmm. At the point he dies, they still can roll up the remote control R2 on screen. <laughs> Two, yes, they can. And they can also so, synthesize your voice, as we know, with with what they did with Luke. So, you know. Yeah, there's... Uh... Probably what they might have to do with James, James Earl Jones, but I've got a suspicion. He, I think James Earl Jones recorded stuff for Kenobi, so we'll see. Oh, I hope so. I love his voice. <laughs> But as you said, we've rambled on for 90 plus minutes now. Yep. Uh, I still have to cut and record this uh, or render this. Ralph, I'd thank also you for... watch the Bad Batch season two trailer. Oh, th- that has been looping <laughs> once in the background. I think I need to watch that as on a frame by frame basis at uh, at one point and see yep. what I can make out. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back again next Sunday, uh, unless yep. the world has ended by then, and then we will be talking about the Book of Boba Fett, uh, season one, episode three. No, not the Book of Boba Fett. You mean? Oh, uh, bloody Kenobi. hell! <laughs> See, 
It's 10 p.m. here. I'm exhausted. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll also have a brief on the Bad Batch Season 2 trailer, what we thought about this beforehand, I think. Yes, we will. As well. with, with that said, see you a lot again next Sunday. Have a nice week and stay healthy. Bye.